Welcome to Enquadered Live Broadcast, where we bring you the pure word of God to help you live a full life through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in John chapter 10 verses 10 that Jesus Christ came that we may have life and have it to the full. Now listen to God's servant, Edmund Yerinchifianko, a gifted teacher of the word by the grace of God. Hallelujah. So we thank God for goodness, for life, for grace, for the working of his Holy Spirit in our lives. And we want to thank all of you who have tuned in tonight. If you have not shared the link, I want to encourage you to share the link. Post it in your WhatsApp groups, post it on your WhatsApp status, share it on Facebook, on your Facebook wall. If you are on YouTube with us, share the link with someone. Share it on your Instagram, share it on Twitter. And um, it will be a blessing to somebody. This is our maiden edition of the Spirit and Life Encounter. And we thank God for grace for life. And I want to personally thank, uh, he doesn't like his name mentioned, but I have to thank him for, for God using him to give us this opportunity to be in your homes in this ultra modern studio. And Mr. Richard Lomado, the CEO of Silicon House Productions, God bless you. Thank you for being a blessing to Inquadot Life, being a blessing to us in our, in our technical setup for crusades and outreaches, blessing us even with our little corner studio and giving us this platform also. Most graciously, we say God bless you and God bless your house. In the name of the Lord Jesus, if you are listening to me, say a prayer for him right now that the grace of God will cover him in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we want to thank all of you, our partners and our friends and associates of Inquadot's life. And uh, we are believing God that grace will continue to abound in the name of the Lord Jesus. And this being the maiden edition, I want to share with us on the, top, on the topic, first things first. Everybody say, first things first. Hallelujah. You know, the order of things is important. The order of things is important. There are certain things that when they come before others, the things don't work well. And it's important that we understand prioritization. If I don't take my time, my tongue will slip. Prioritization. It is important that we prioritize. Because there are certain things that if we don't put premium on them or we don't, we don't allow them to take precedence, other things may be misplaced. And that is why in our life, in the way we order our lives, in the way we make the choices of our lives, that we recognize that certain things take precedence over other things. Hallelujah. And tonight I'm going to share with you from the word of the Lord, the importance that Christ, you know, the, the, the lessons that Christ taught us in respect of prioritizing the things that are, more, that are most important so that our lives is well ordered, so that things will take their rightful place in our lives. If you don't make choices, putting the right things in their right places, you may miss the mark. You may miss the things. You may not be able to attain the things that you may desire to attain. All of us in this life have certain needs. We have certain objects. We have certain aspirations. And it is important that we place them in the right order. If we do the right things at the wrong time, or even do the wrong things, 
we may miss the mark. And I'm confident that tonight, through the word of the Lord, we'll be most guided, we'll be instructed, and that we will be able to make the most important decisions. Of, because I know every day we are in the valley of decisions, and we are making choices on a daily basis. But Christ Jesus, in our text today, from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, you see, in the passage that our brother read earlier on, Jesus Christ was talking about the consideration of life and the fact that we worry and we are anxious about a lot of things. When we are young and we are in school, we are anxious about passing the exam, which is important at that stage of life. And the anxiety and the worry, even during exam time, panic grips us and we worry a lot about, about how it is going to turn out that when we finish school, we are anxious about work and about opportunities for employment or for business. And then whilst we are at it, we become anxious about marriage. And whilst we are at it, and, and, and when, 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 when we, we are opportune even to settle down in marriage, then now we are worried about childbearing. And whilst we are at it, we are worried about, about building houses and about, about buying cars and about providing certain, certain necessities for life. And as we, we worry about about these things, we reach a point where we are concerned about how our children are turning out. There are many things that cause anxiety throughout our lives. We are worried about our bank balances. We are worried about bills to pay. We are anxious about many things in this life. Then we reach a certain stage in life when we have grown old and now we are concerned about our health. The men are concerned about prostate. The women are concerned about many other things. And then now we see that we are getting concerned about whether or not we are the next to go down, even, even into the grave. So there are many things that right. Even when we are children, we are concerned even about the, the games that we play. And some of them, whether your parents are going to give you permission or not. So life is full of concerns right from our childhood even to the very end of our lives. But the question is, at every stage, what is the most important thing? What is the most important question that we have to answer? And Christ Jesus discussing the worries of this life landed on our text, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And he said, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. The King James Bible says that, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Hallelujah. And Christ here was talking about order about priorities. He did not say that the things of life are not important, but he said that before we go after them, we must seek what is the, what is the number one, what is the proton, what is the, what is the primary concern of this life? Because after all is said and done, the question is, where will you spend eternity? After all is said and done, after we have acquired the things we should acquire, after we have obtained more degrees than a thermometer, after we have, we, have, we, have, we have filled our bank account with as much as we would like, after all is said and done, after we have attained all the pleasures of life, the question is, where, what happens after that? Where do we spend eternity? 
It is important that we realize that we are living in a world that has an end. And then our time and our days on this earth, they are numbered. Bible says that in the beginning, and God created the heavens and the earth. And Bible says that the earth was void and without form. And Bible says that the earth was dark. Bible says that the spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters of the deep. And Bible says in the midst of the chaos, the Lord our God began to set order into the world. And so God spoke and he said that let there be light and there was light. And Bible says that God began to separate the waters and God began to set order into the world. And when he had done all that, Bible says that the Lord said it was good. And the Bible says that as the Lord looked upon his creation and as he spoke the things into being, Bible says that the plants, even though he has spoken them into being, they had not sprung up in Genesis chapter 2. They had not sprung up because the Lord had not caused the rains to fall and also because there was no man even to tend the earth. And so Bible says that the Lord took of the dust of the ground and he uh, and formed the man and breathed into his nostrils and the man became a living being. Beloved, the man is a creation of God and God created the man to take care of his possessions. And Bible says that as the man was given charge and dominion to rule over the fishes of the sea and to have dominion over the bears of the air and to dominate over the plants and over the creation and over the elements of the earth. Bible says that God put the man to a test and the test was a test of obedience. Will the man obey the Lord or will the man pursue his own will? And Bible says that the man was in perfect communion with the Lord and the mandate that he had been given he was pursuing it because the man was exercising his dominion mandate when he gave the names to the animals, when he gave the names even to the creation of God and everything, every name the man gave to the things, those things became the name of those things. He was in charge. He, he was in charge of everything. But then he had a charge. He had a charge from the creator to obey him. There was one instruction. It may appear to us to be trivial, but then it was a test of the man's obedience. Because God created us even to be volitional people. People with a choice. That we can make a choice. He didn't make us into zombies or robots with a program. But that he gave us a free will so that mankind can make choices. He made us into emotional beings. People who can feel like the Lord can feel. And so you know that you have a lot of emotions within you. The Lord made us uh, to be relational people like he himself uh, Relates with himself within the Godhead and relates with his creation. And Bible says that so when the Lord made them male and female, that the man will relate to God and also relate with himself among within the creation. So God gave the man all these attributes of choice, of a free will, of, of emotions, of feelings, and made the man also to be relational. And in all these ways, we are like God. In all these ways, we have the image of God. And God required the man to exercise his gift of volition, of volition, to choose to obey him. The Bible says that whilst they were in the garden, there was a stranger who visited them with a strange voice, with a strange message. And his message was to cause them to doubt the goodness of God. Bible says that when the serpent even engaged the woman in the conversation, and Bible says that the serpent asked them a question about what the Lord had told them. And, and, and when, when, when they told them, the Lord said, we should not 
eat of this plant because the day we do, we shall surely die. It looked like a triviality, but it was a test of obedience. Bible says what happened was that they began to doubt because the enemy, the tempter, the deceiver, Satan, the serpent came and told them that you will not certainly die. Instead, you will become like God. And then the fruit that they did not want to eat. And all of you listening to me, you see, wherever we are in our lives, there are many times that you are on a certain path and you are happy, you are doing well. And then certain suggestions come to your mind. The things that come to your mind to make you begin to doubt, to make you begin to whether what you are doing is the right thing or not. You were happy until you heard a strange voice. You were okay until a new suggestion came to you and you grew discontent and now you began to seek after things you knew or you know you should not follow after. And that is what the woman did. Suddenly, the tree she did not even want to touch suddenly looked good for food. And Bible says that she took of it and she ate and gave to the husband who was with her and she took. And Bible says suddenly, suddenly, they came to themselves. They noticed their state that they were naked. They had suddenly realized if it, the, 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 their, their situation. They fell from their place of glory. And their communion with the Father was broken. Because Bible says when the Lord came to them again in the garden. And called upon them, Adam where are you? Suddenly Adam had to run for cover. What sin did to us? is to separate us from God. What sin did to us is to break the fellowship we had with God. And Adam and, sin, Adam and Eve sinned and they fell from the glory of God and the rest of us after them in sin where we conceived and in sin have we walked and we ourselves by our own choices, we have made choices of sin and disobedience. We have missed the mark. When we talk about sin, we are talking about missing the mark, about missing the mark that God sets for us and all of us have gone our own way. Each of us have followed after wickedness, after selfishness, after, after, after perverse ways. I have sinned. I have done terrible things against God. I don't know about you, but I have fallen from the glory of God. Sin has separated me from the presence of God and the perfect communion that the Father desired to have with us. It has been broken. And because we lost our place in the kingdom, because we lost our place in the perfect plan of God. God required us to come back to him. And he himself began, rise from the garden, when he made the promise, when he spoke to the woman and, said, and to the serpent and said that I will put an enmity between you and between the, the seed of the woman. Right there, the Lord our God made preparation for the seed of the woman, the one who will be born of the virgin to come upon this earth and, and, and who will be bruised, who will be, dis, who will be afflicted and attacked because of our iniquities, because of our sins but that who himself there was no sin found in him and Bible says that many years later after this word was spoken in the garden in the garden thousands of years later Bible says a virgin took seed the seed of the woman conceived by the Holy Ghost and Jesus Christ was born the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world he came as the second Adam one who was not born after the mind of man but after the will of God conceived Bible says he 
was God, but he had emptied himself of his, of, 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 he emptied himself and took upon himself the nature of man. And Bible says that he came and walked upon the surface of the earth, the serpent, the deceiver, the tempter, encountered him and sought to deceive him once again and sought to lie to him once again. But many times he was tempted, but he did not sin. Many times he was tempted, he did not sin. It was, he, was, he, was, he was enticed and tempted even to tend, even to the, to, to the disaster of the flesh. Because at the time when he was being asked to exercise his miraculous power, to feed himself, he refused to do it. To satisfy the desires of the flesh, he was shown the pleasures and the wealth and the powers of this world, but he did not yield to it. His desire was to do the will of him who sent him. So unlike the first Adam, Jesus Christ was the perfect one who did not sin, even though he was tempted, sorely tempted. And Bible says that at the end of his life, after the anointing of God so, so, so came upon him and he went about doing good and healing the sick and casting out demons and demonstrating the power of God over sin because he forgave the sin of many and demonstrating the power of God over death because he raised Lazarus and others from the dead. And Bible says that he demonstrated the power of God over demons because he cast them out and they fled from him and he demonstrated the power of God over sickness because many came to him sick and he sent them away healed restored and made whole he demonstrated the power of God over Satan because he conquered him and defeated him in the wilderness and, and overcame his snares, his lies his deception, the perfect sacrifice, no blemish was found in him and Bible says that because without the forgiveness of without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness of sins, he had to go and hang on the cross and his, he was slain, brutally murdered, brutally killed and he was made a curse because Bible says that anybody who is hung on the tree was made a curse and he was made a curse and Bible for, 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 for you and for me and he died and on the cross he exclaimed that it was finished because there as his blood flowed and dripped, the penalty for sin was paid, the wages of our sin was paid and the penalty for our sins was paid because Bible says for the wages of sin is death and blood needed to be poured and what Jesus did when he died on the cross was to procure the salvation of all mankind he procured our salvation he procured our redemption he procured the forgiveness of our sins so that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. So that whosoever believes in him shall obtain an entrance into the kingdom of God. And whilst he spoke in Matthew chapter 6, his admonishment was that instead of going after all the fine things of life, instead of pursuing all the things of this life, his admonishment was that no, seek first, prioritize the entrance into the kingdom of God. You see, seeking is an, is an active verb. It requires a certain activity. It requires, you see, when you are seeking, you are looking, you are trying to find something. Because, you know, in your soul, 
in your soul. Bible says that God has set eternity in the souls of men. In our soul, there is some emptiness. And sometimes many of us are trying to feel the emptiness in our soul. We are trying to feel it. Some of us are using sex to feel it. And we are chasing and chasing. We are changing, we are changing women even like boxer shorts. But we still are unsatisfied. And there are women who are trying to do the same. Multiple men. Some of us think that even money, when we get a lot of it, so we are, we are doing all manner of trickery and all, all, forms, all forms of deception and doing things so that we can amass wealth for ourselves. But after we have gone and done all that and gained all that, we still have this emptiness in our soul. This emptiness, this lack of fulfillment. And that is why it is important that we put the first things first. We put what is the most important first. And it is the entrance into the kingdom of God. Because in the kingdom of God, Bible says the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The joy you are seeking, the happiness that you are seeking is in the Lord. When we find him, we will be settled. The restlessness in our spirit, the turbulence in our soul will subside. Because the peace of God will enter in there. When we make peace with God, when we make peace with God, we will find that the other things that we are seeking, the kingdom of God will have them in abundance. Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? I came to tell somebody tonight, the number one thing in your life that you must settle is the kingdom of God. Have you entered into the kingdom? Have you believed in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Because if you believe in Jesus, what he does for you is to give you admission into the kingdom. Bible says that for the spirit of the Lord bears testimony with our spirits that we are God's children. Have you gained admission into the kingdom of God? Have you believed in, on, on Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins? Have you believed in him? Do you have the testimony of the Spirit that you are a child of God? Do you have that witness? If you have not believed in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, if you don't have that testimony, if you have not with the Spirit of the Lord, that's not yet born the testimony with your spirit that you are a child of God. Because Paul wrote in Romans 8 verse 16 and said that the Spirit we have received is not the Spirit of bondage again to fear, but the Spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba! Father, is the Romans 8 verse 15. It's important that we have this testimony of the admission of our adoption into the kingdom of God because that is the only way we can have assurance for eternity. Where will you spend eternity? Have you settled the matter in your heart? Or are you pursuing an independent way? Are you pursuing peace in your heart through, the, um, through amassing things in this world? Have you settled the question of eternity in your life? Is Jesus Christ and his kingdom first? Have you pursued the righteousness of God? And this is something we cannot do by ourselves except that we surrender our lives to Jesus. Bible says that we believe with our hearts and we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord Unto salvation. I want to invite you tonight. 
to open your heart to Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. If you are walking on a certain path and you know that you are not in the path of the righteousness of God and of his kingdom, I invite you today to make a turn around. I am not speaking to you because I have not walked that path before. I'm not speaking to you because I, I, I have always been good. No. But Christ found me. And he forgave me my sins. And turned my life around. And restored me to life and to peace. He forgave me my sins. Because what a wretched sinner I was. What a wretched sinner I was. Miserable. Terrible. Full of envy. Full of greed. Full of malice and slander. Full of lust and impurity. But see Jesus and his mercy. I deserve to die. I deserve to perish. But oh, what manner of grace the Lord has shown me. But he forgave me my sins. Blotted away my transgressions. Washed me clean. And gave me his Holy Spirit. Filled me with his Holy Spirit. Who has enabled me to be an adopted child of God. And who is teaching me to grow in him. Sanctifying me by his truth every day. I want to invite you to this Jesus life. I want to invite you to this kingdom life. If you will believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He will save you. He will forgive you. And he will give you a great admission into the kingdom. And now when you have entered the kingdom of God. The other things of this life. Jesus who will now become your shepherd. He will not make you want. In the name of the Lord Jesus, he will order your steps and he will give you grace through the changing scenes of life. He has not promised us a life without trouble. He has not promised us a life without challenges because indeed he has said that in this world we will have many troubles. Yeah. For many other afflictions of the righteous and the promise he has given us is that his divine presence will be with us. He says, Lo, I shall be with you even to the very end of the age. If you want to give your life to Jesus, to have the benefit of the divine presence and the assurance of your sins forgiven, I want you to bow down your heads wherever you are. In the name of the Lord Jesus, even as we sing tonight, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus.
If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you see, remember, it is not just saying words after me, but the work must happen in your heart. It is the Holy Spirit. When the choir sang, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine, there's a line in there where they sang that born of His Spirit. You must be born again by water in the Spirit of the Lord. But it begins in the heart. Believe in Jesus in your heart. Believe in Him that He died for your sins. Believe in Him. And if you have believed, then I invite you to pray this prayer along with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus tonight that he died for the forgiveness of my sins. Forgive me all my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Enable me, Lord, to love you and to serve you all the days of my life. I turn my back to the world and its pleasures. I will seek after you all the days of my life. Help me to keep seeking the kingdom all the days of my life. Enable me to abide and remain in the kingdom. And Lord, help me with all the other things. Let your name be glorified in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Beloved, God bless you. declared victory over sin for the forgiveness of sin is the first gift we received and if you have the assurance of your sins forgiving there are other things in the kingdom that he adds to us he brings deliverance from the power from the power of sin and the power of satan and his courts in the name of the lord jesus there are people under the sound of my voice tonight who feel themselves in bondage who feel themselves in the shackles there are certain things you want to let go of but you feel helpless you feel powerless you are unable to stop you are unable to give up on them tonight the power of god is here to set you free in the name of the lord jesus i know there are people who you, when you dream sometimes you are unable to sleep well because of dreams 
dreams that you have and, and things chasing you and afflicting you that are demons, some of you, even that you are struggling with tonight. I'm going to lift up prayer and every foul spirit, every, every demonic influence over your life will be broken tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, for there is power in the blood of Jesus to, to, to cast out every, every, every foul spirit, every unclean spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, tonight. Mahari bikatayakaha. Mahandi brianda bakatayan talimidi mihanda bahatai. Abahati kibihadaya tabakayan dalimidi mihantayandiha. In the name of the Lord Jesus. For everybody, I'm not a sound of my voice tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray right now for every chain. Every bondage, every yoke, any ancestral spirit, every demonic spirit, every foul, unclean spirit afflicting you, oppressing you, possessing you right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I command it to come out. In the name of Jesus, come out. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come out. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I proclaim liberty over your life. I proclaim liberty over your spirit. I proclaim liberty over your life. I proclaim liberty over your spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Satan, your power is finished. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Every limitation is broken tonight. Every limitation is broken tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive freedom. Receive freedom. Receive freedom. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Be free to love the Lord. Be free to love the Lord. Be free to love the Lord. Be free to serve the Lord. Be free to prosper. Be free to thrive. Be free to excel. Be free to shine. Be free to pursue the will of the Lord for your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive liberty in your spirit. Receive liberty in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I speak to every limitation, every limitation of your life. Be disengaged now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive every privilege of the kingdom of God. Every privilege of the kingdom of God. Receive liberty in your spirit tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. If you are listening to me tonight and you have experienced stagnation in your life, you feel stagnated, you've been in one place, you seem to be turning around in circles and not advancing. Liberty has come in your life. Right now, that cycle is broken in your life. In the name of Jesus. Break forth and advance. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the grace of God is upon your life to surge and advance and move forward. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for grace tonight. Thank you, Lord, for grace tonight. If you are listening to me tonight and you have afflicted, you are afflicted with a chronic stomach problem. Tonight, right now, there is grace for your healing. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you can, you, can, you can use your right hand to touch your belly right now. If you've been having a chronic, chronic, repetitive, cyclic stomach problem, right now there is grace for healing now. Receive grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I command that chronic ailment to leave your body now. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I thank you and I give you praise. 
I thank you and I give you praise tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let the name of the Lord be praised. Somebody listening to us tonight, you had a dream last night. And last night you had a dream and you saw somebody dead in the dream. Mahadi, that person is somebody you know alive, but you saw them dead in the dream. Mahadi Right now, I lift up prayer for you in the name of the Lord Jesus, the grace for long life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And that person you saw will live. There is an infirmity in the person's life. But grace is finding them now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for grace tonight. Thank you for healing grace. Thank you for deliverance and restoration. We give you glory tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I feel grace tonight for some students. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Bible says for Daniel. And his three friends, Hananiah, Michelle, and Azaria, a.k.a. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Bible says that, and the Lord gave them wisdom and knowledge in every kind of learning. There is grace for you tonight. For every kind of learning. If you have a particular struggle in a particular area, receive grace to overcome it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. For every kind of learning, receive grace. The spirit of knowledge will fall upon you now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Supernatural grace to comprehend difficult concepts. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I give you praise tonight. Let your name be glorified. Begin to give God praise tonight. Begin to give God praise tonight. Somebody bless the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus. Touch me with your hands, Jesus. Touch me with your hands, Jesus. Touch me.
the glory tonight. Thank you for your divine touch. If your name is Sophia and you are listening to us tonight, you have planned to go somewhere tomorrow, the word of the Lord is for you to be restrained and not to do that tomorrow. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your goodness even towards us. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let your name be praised. Let your name be glorified. And for everybody under the sound of my voice tonight, Lord, meet them at the point of their need. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let them find grace for every stage of their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, give them grace to overcome every difficulty in their lives. Let peace find their hearts. Fill their hearts. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you because you want thanks tonight. Somebody give praise to God tonight. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the glory. We want to thank God for tonight. This is our maiden edition of the Spirit and Life Encounter. And if it's the first time you are fellowshipping with Inquadot's Life, it is a non-denominational Christian ministry, Inquadot's Life. All the people you see here are from different, different Czech denominations. I myself, I'm a, men, I'm a Methodist minister. We have ministers from different, uh, um, Reverend Selassie, very Reverend Selassie that you saw. Um, my associate in this ministry is also a Methodist minister. We have Presbyterian ministers who, who, who work with us. We have some from charismatic churches, okay, and, and other ministries that are associated with us. And all these people singing and playing are from different churches. And I see CAC, I see Pentec Church of Pentecost, ICGC, I see Assemblies of God and all other people. Some churches, I, I don't even recall their names, and they are all with us. So it's a non-denominational Christian ministry. We do outreaches. We go to, we do crusades and outreaches in secondary schools, in universities, in, and also in, in communities. And the Lord's grace has been upon us for the past, um, is it four years now? But there's a book I want to introduce to you. Let my people grow, a Christian guide to spiritual growth. And it's a book that we wrote to help people to be discipled in the Lord. When, if you have responded to, to the message we have shared tonight, but you don't know what to do next, there is a popular social media figure who received a copy of this book, and she called me to thank me because the book is teaching and uh, guiding her as to how to live her life in Christ. It teaches the very fundamentals of the Christian faith. It is good for even believers who want to understand what it is that they have come into so that they themselves can be able to give a reason for the hope that they have in Christ Jesus and to be able to instruct others. And if you yourself are, are growing in the things of God, this book will show you the way that you can be able to develop your spirit in the Lord. Uh, we are currently also undertaking a project at Kaswa where we are putting up a retreat center and a youth empowerment retreat center where we'll bring a number of young people to instruct them and to guide them in the way of the Lord and to teach them the, the, the kingdom principles of this life. And if you want to partner with us, I don't know if our numbers are on the screen. If you want to partner with us, you can send, you can send um, a WhatsApp message or a text message to these numbers, and then we will reach you. I want to say a big thank you to the CEO of Silicon House Productions and of Knet, uh, Mr. Richard Kilomado, who has given us this opportunity. We will be coming your way every uh, last Tuesday of the month uh, here from this beautiful studio. 
Okay, when you come into a good place, the anointing flows. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, but every Saturday evening at 6 p.m., every Saturday, we have adoration and prayer from our little studio. Not this big one, from our little studio. Every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., on Facebook and on YouTube from our, um, on, on our YouTube, in Quadrant Life, uh, in Quadrant Life on Facebook and on YouTube. Join us every Saturday evening to, to, to pray at 6 p.m. And then every last Tuesday of the month, we'll come here and share fellowship with you in a special way. And which you will receive an encounter with the Holy Spirit for your spirit and for your life. And your life will never be the same again. We say God bless. We want to thank all. On every Monday, we release a sermonette, a short, inspirational, but power-packed, power-packed uh, message that we push on Facebook, on YouTube, and on WhatsApp. If you want to receive it directly from us, if you send a message to the WhatsApp number, it will also, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be connected. And, and we want to thank God for all the TV stations that are carrying, you know, these videos for Ocean TV, for Praise TV, for Home Base TV, for Dove TV, for Crystal TV, for New, New TV. Have I left anybody out? Yeah, and we have some radio stations that are also carrying this on a weekly basis. We say, God bless you. So we want to encourage you to join us each time and connect with the Inquiry Life family, and it will be a great blessing for you. Now let's receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. I pray that you will receive favor in your life. I pray that you will be chosen for honor and for elevation and for promotion. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that provision will find you, that, you would, that the days of lack in your life will be over. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let divine supplies attend your way. May the Lord add to your life every good thing that you require. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may the Lord cause his countenance to shine upon you, and may he give you his peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. Thank you for your time. We hope the word has been a blessing to you. To contact us for prayer or counseling, or to be a partner or share a testimony, send an email to info at inqua.life or text or WhatsApp us on 0506-616143 or 0558-017596. God richly bless you.